Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I am here again with my partner, Kirk Lowe. And today we're going to talk about influence versus influencer. And really the big picture of what we're going to do is why it's so important for you to have influence as an expert, especially in financial services, and why pursuing influence is very different than being an influencer. That's one point we're going to talk about. We're going to really, really try to clear up this whole idea of you guys becoming influencers and really why there's such a resistance to that. The other thing that we want to address today in the show is that you don't really need to have a big social media following to have a big personality and make a big impact. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is what we refer to now as the four A's. Kirk, welcome to the show, my friend. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully um, people aren't confused by what we're going to talk about today and we'll try to make it as simple as possible. It is simple, but the word influencer seems to really have different meanings for people. And we want to make sure when we're talking about it, you understand what we're talking about, what we're saying, why we're saying it, that kind of stuff. So let's start with definition. So an operational definition of what proud mouth understands the word influencer means. So Kirk, define influencer. Sure. I'll I'll give you Sprout Social's uh, definition first. An influencer is someone in your niche or industry with sway over your target audience. Sway is one of the more interesting words I've seen to describe an influencer or having influence. But here's another definition. Influencers are individuals who wield levels of persuasive power over their audiences and are paid by others to promote things to their audiences. And most of this promotion takes place through social media. I think that's how most of us think about an influencer. And we all have different reactions to that. And sometimes they're kind of emotional reactions um, where people stereotype what an influence is or does because they don't identify with them, you know, stuff like that. Third, the third definition is, oh, well, this is another one from Sports Social. Uh, Influencers include celebrities, artists, athletes, stars, industry experts, and thought leaders, micro-influencers, individuals with impact on social media, bloggers, and content creators. So there's a whole bunch of, you know, different ways to look at that and I guess the question is, is how many advisors dream of being a, becoming an influencer? And I'd say not many. Um, I think what advisors really want is that people get them. They understand their influence. They understand what matters to them, that they're trying to grow and build a business and what business that is and who's right for them. And they really should spend a lot of time educating, informing, being entertaining, showing who they are, what matters to them, serving the community, serving the people that they're talking to and things like that. And really a lot less time selling. I think we think of influencers, we think of selling a lot more. If you're building influence, it should be to showcase your expertise and you know what you know, what you've experienced and what you're trying to do to, admit to make the, the world better or the lives of those people that are listening to you better. 
I was just on a call recently, as as most people know, I, I do still do a lot of the sales here, uh, you know, at Proudmouth. And I was on a call with a prospective client and we were talking about influence. And she specifically says, Matt, I don't want to be an influencer, you know, and I was like, well, you know, we're not talking about TikTok dancers or Instagram models. What we teach is expertise marketing. And, and, and that really is a great bridge, what you just said there, Kirk, into this next point, because we want them to be more influential by sharing their expertise. Why don't you dive into that a little bit? I'll give you another definition of uh, influencer marketing. An influencer assists companies in influencer marketing, a form of advertising that builds brand authority on the back of another person's reputation. I think we see that a lot with celebrity endorsements, things like that, which is now part of influencer marketing mindset. Uh, For example, an influencer on Instagram might be paid by a meal kit company to post videos showing how easy it is to make recipes and how great they turn out. And we've, we've all seen those. And expertise marketing is really a lot different from that idea. And expertise marketing, which is really the the idea of trying to share your expertise and let people uh, make their world better or make their lives better because of the wisdom that you have. So the experiences, also the expertise that you have. So what to do or not to do and why. And it's a you're sharing thought leadership and information. You're not sharing, I guess you could be sharing some how-to, but it's about showcasing your expertise and sharing your experiences and stories and, and who you are. And it's a little bit different because I think probably the biggest difference of all, Matt, is that you're selling your own stuff, but not by actually selling it. That I That is the perfect, very, very clear definition is you're not using somebody else's influence. We are helping you gain greater influence, right? Yeah. As I stumble through all these definitions, that's what what I'm getting. I'm struggling with too, which is look. Let's just uh, simplify this stuff. The difference is, is you're selling your own services, but not by actually selling them, just by talking about them, by showcasing them, by giving examples of what we like to work with you because of how you talk about those things. And that's a very powerful thing to have it do is for people to feel like, and that's a big part of podcasting. It should be a part, a big part of, of watching videos as well Is what would it be like working with Kirk and Matt? You know, how, how much do they, these people really know? Do they actually care about me? Can I tell if they're investing in their company? Can I tell if I'm going to show up and be sold to and be uncomfortable? Are they approachable at an event? Are they somebody I'm going to start working with and find something out about them that really disturbs me and I wish I hadn't done business with them? Things like that. People want all those questions answered these days. I don't think we talk, we thought about those things before. Not, that's a level we do now. Yes. That's part of that unapologetically being yourself. When you're consistently putting yourself out there and as a genuine human being, people are going to opt in to those and get those questions answered. Would you mind just kind of talking a little bit about the our influence accelerator system and, and how that actually works to help them accelerate their influence and really, for lack of a better description, become so influential that they would never need to outsource to influencer mark. I mean, there's there's two levels of what, what we do. One is where we share it with everybody on a do-it-for-yourself basis. That happens through our Launchpad and our Academy. And the other side of that is where we manage it for you. We're really with you, but you know, it's a little bit of for and with. And both of those things are taught exactly the same. So there's no real difference in there. It's just who's doing the work or most of the work. And the system really starts with producing a podcast and or a video. And as we're showing here, if you're you're listening, this episode is also being 
the video version of it is uh, on YouTube and possibly on our website as well. But if you're just listening through a podcast a community or player, you won't see that. But we're sharing both of those. And so the thing is, is the first thing is, is get your, your own content produced. And um, then you got to take that content and cut it up into little pieces and use it for quote memes or, or clips or long or just take create a long form post with it. And then we call that micro content snippets, lots of different words for it. But when you take that content and you split it up into a little piece of content, now you've got way more content, which can get you through the week, weeks, or months, right? And then the next thing you want to do is everything that you create, sometimes there's not as much context as you would like because of the clip and you want to keep it short. So you can use social media copy or how you tee that up before you post it to give it context and maybe even to build on it a little bit. So those are really important things. And then uh, to actually make sure you share it because you'd be surprised. Sometimes we have uh, clients who are going to manage services for and we hand them all this content off and they sit out on my team can send it out and we check up a couple months later and guess what? They're not sending it out, which is kind of a travesty because that's the whole point. And so anyway, but the system that we employ really revolves around those three core things, which is create a piece of content that's easy to turn into more pieces of uh, micro content and then give context and create all the, turn that content into shareable form, uh, write all the copy to introduce it and then push it out the door. I'm acting like those are five, but they're really three things. Sorry. My counting's off today. My allergies are horrible. So apologies. So let's switch gears just a little bit, because one of the other things that we uh, have to talk about today is vanity metrics, right? So many people think that they need to have tens of thousands of people watching their videos, downloading their podcast or connecting on social. But we're not saying that you need to be famous like that, but you do need to have fans. Kirk, what, how do you feel about that? Yeah, so we have something called the Influence Continuum. And it's a really simple way to understand why influence is important and why you want to pursue building it and probably want to accelerate it as much as you can. Having said that, accelerating your influence still takes years, but there are very famous, well-known celebrity, people with celebrity level influence. But I have to work so hard not to use the word influencer all the time, but we're trying not to fall into that trap of defining us as something that we're not or not trying to do for you or, or help you do for yourself. I just imagine skeptics on a straight line, a continuum on the far left being what most marketing agencies, most marketing companies, most marketing tools alone are trying to do for you. And I've been, I'm starting to get more vocal about this on uh, social media because I really do feel like the industry is pushing advisors to the marketing that doesn't serve the advisors. They think it does. But what's happening is most of the marketing that advisors are doing and experiencing, working towards and paying for, and a lot of it, a lot of times it's automated, it's done for you stuff. We get that everybody wants stuff to be easier, but what it really does is it introduces you to skeptics and skeptics are a lot of work. They need to be sold to. And if they are sold to, they can have little, very low retention rates because they might not have been, you know, maybe you sold them on fear or emotion and they weren't, weren't bought in for months or a year on philosophically on what you know, or maybe they didn't really understand who you are philosophically, make a quick decision and then realize it was the wrong one for themselves, right? And I think you would agree as financial advisors that you don't, you wouldn't want one of your clients being swayed away from you in the heat, in, in a moment 
because somebody was sold to you'd want in the, I mean, you don't want to lose clients at all, but I'm sure you'd feel better if it was somebody who took a year or months or something like that to make a decision to move with somebody else and they were a perfect fit for them for obvious reasons. So what's my point here? So these, a lot of marketing is done to produce skeptics, which are often referred to as leads or lead gen. They're almost always skeptics. There's not many companies that are bringing in fans into your pipeline. And that's the difference. How do you move from attracting skeptics in your business to how do you move from attracting fans or creating fans in your business? And that's what influence marketing does. If you can showcase your expertise on a consistent basis for years, you will move them along that continuum. And that is the magic. And the funny thing is, is while I say that's the magic, there's no quick magic there. It just doesn't exist. And I think that's how these, a lot of marketing companies prey on that idea that you don't want to put the time and energy and resources into making that happen. And so they sell you an alternative, which never comes true. There's no quick marketing that gets you even close to moving away from skeptics towards fans that, that I've seen exist. It, it does not. Uh, like anything good in life and in business, it's hard work. Problem is, is every once in a while you have somebody who has a lot more influence than they would act like and they and they talk about growing quick and then everybody thinks that they can jump on that carpet ride. Yeah. Oh my God, that person exploded on the scene, but they don't realize that it's been 12 years of work to make that explosion happen, right? Yeah. And sometimes those people are as responsible with sharing the rye, how they got there. Sometimes they are, but and yeah, I don't know that I know that many, but yeah, we do know successful advisors and they're successful for a reason. It's Matt jumping in for a second. Are you an advisor who wants to go from being the seeker of clients to being sought after? Then influence is your answer. It's the only marketing that's left for today's advisors. If you want to know how much influence you have right now and how to get more of it, take our free five-minute test and get your influence scorecard. Just go to proudmouth.com to start. Earlier we mentioned, uh, actually, I don't think we mentioned the four A's today. But having great, greater influence over your audience is highly desirable. I think we would all agree with that, right? Because it allows you to command greater levels of these four things. They all happen to start with an A. Can you share that with our audience? Yeah, I, I think the four A's are a really good thing to put all of this into perspective. So the first A is attention, right? Which is really what influence is. It's getting greater attention to your thought leadership and reducing the need for them to, for you to buy that attention, right? So that's one of the things that Kirk, you just talked about that I want to talk about super quickly is there there is no easy button with marketing and anybody who's selling you that easy button, whether it's paid ads, whether it's this greatest referral script or whatever. Listen, here's the deal. They're selling you a bag of tricks. Doesn't work. It's not going to be sustainable. And you're still talking to skeptics. You don't want to talk to skeptics. And by gaining people's attention through great content marketing changes the game. The second thing that that leads you to is authority. You are looked at as an authority to the people who you are talking to. They really respect and trust your expertise. And here's the best part. They're basically pre-sold. They don't need a lot of convincing. The third A is action, which means that when you do provide your thought leadership, people do it. And here's the best part. This is like my favorite thing in the world. Then they call you and they say, hey, I don't know if you know this, but hey, I, I implemented that 
budget thing that you just talked about on your last podcast, it changed everything for me. And you're like, well, gee, I don't even remember talking about that. Or who are you again? Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part about uh, all of this influence marketing is people start implementing the free stuff that you're giving out and then they become fiercely loyal and truly become fans, which leads us to the last day, which is advocacy. So it was attention, authority, action, and the last one is advocacy. When you start really creating fans, you are convincing people to tell other people to pay attention to you. You don't have to work very hard with that when you have a nice body of work that's very easily accessible consumable and digestible in the language that your ideal client wants, of course, they're going to tell other people, oh my God, I just heard this podcast from this guy who works with nurse anesthetists. He knows everything about who we are and what we do. And Jane, you need to listen to this show. That doesn't happen for most of you now because you're trying to skip that whole step and go right in for the kill. Great marketing nowadays. And Kirk, you and I talked about this in episode like five. It's farming. You have to farm. You're not hunting anymore. Stop hunting. People hate to be shot at, right? They don't want to be hunted. They want to be gently nurtured over time. And if you don't know what crops you're planting, if you don't know how to water it and what the sun tolerance is, which is what we talk about with your ideal avatar, you're never going to really have a great harvest. So when you have more attention, more authority, more action, and more advocacy, everything changes. You're pulling off some of those farmer analogies pretty good. Man. I've been thinking about starting my own farm. <laughs> I'm a little bit focused on farming and garden. So earlier I mentioned that there's two different ways that we're trying to help people accelerate their influence or advisors. And one of those ways was a do it for yourself model. I was hoping you could share an example of somebody who's following that do it for yourself model and, uh, and demonstrating those four A's. So this is my favorite one because this is the epitome of what we stand for at Proudmouth. So there's a guy, his name is Dan. Uh, he lives east of London in the UK. And I noticed that he was commenting on our social media posts. And so I kind of looked him up and I was like, holy crap, this guy's got a podcast. Wow, his cover art's really good. But I noticed he had just launched the show. And so I reached out to him and I'm like, dude, you're killed. This looks great, right? And he's like, Matt, I learned it from you guys. I bought a lifetime membership when we were selling lifetime memberships to our academy, right? He's like, I took to, I took the influence readiness score, figured out what my gaps were. One of my gaps was I needed to create better content. And the podcast is called Humans Versus Retirement, which is brilliant for him, right? He's already gone over a thousand downloads. He actually just shared that on social like yesterday or the day before. His second guest was Dr. Daniel Crosby. And here's what happened is, so I had a call with him, right? Cause I, I just wanted to, and that's when he told me, he's like, Matt, I did this all with you. And I was like, okay, so who do you have on, you know, lined up? And he's like, look, Matt, I took your advice. I heard you and your, you and Kirk talk about the fact, just ask people and see if they'll say yes. He's like, Matt, everybody say yes. I was like, I know, is that the greatest thing in the whole wide world? And so he absolutely loves doing it. Now, he releases a lot of these. I told him his frequency is a little bit on the high side because I think he's doing it weekly now. But he says that this has changed everything, mostly for him because he's not seeing results. And I'm air quoting there, you know, because he just started. But his, he said, Matt, my confidence has gone up exponentially. I now have solidified my talking points. And he said, look, it's all because of you. And I just giggled and I was like, I've never talked to you before in my whole life. And he's like, yeah, but I just watched your videos. and I went through podcasting 101 and then I went through 201 and 
And so, man, it just makes me so happy. Kirk, that's really what I want to be when I grow up is to really try to help as many advisors out there and experts really in general get their voice out in the market. I love the go for it mentality. I think there's a huge lesson to be learned there for everybody. And don't think about this as uh, a singular journey to get more customers, right? And just think about all the things that, that Matt just mentioned there. We call that return on influence, by the way. We've done shows about that. Matt does webinars about that all the time, the five ROIs, but we don't need to get into that right now. If you know how much influence you have right now, or if you want to know how much influence you have right now and how to develop more of it, there's this test that you can take. It's five minutes. Holy smokes. Matt, can you talk to everyone about that? Share what that is. We've talked about it before, but if this is your first episode or if it hasn't sunk into your mind and you don't recall, we will tell you again because this is free. Tell, talk a little bit about it, what it comes with, what it does. I, I so, so over the last few years, we've been really creating these tests, right? So we have one called the Influence Readiness Score, which is a 30-minute version of this five-minute, the one that we're going to talk about right now. But But if you don't know where you stand today in the world of influence, then you're never really going to make progress. It's always one of those things that any coaching program that you go into, any self-improvement program that you go into, they always want to have you check in with where you are right now. We want you to do the same thing, but we want you to do it for free. So all you have to do is go to proudmouth.com. You're going to kick on or click on what we call the Rocket Booster Influence Assessment. You're going to click on that button. Okay. And then you're going to take the five minute test very quickly after you finish these 20 ish questions, you're going to get a score and then you're going to get some really great content on what that score means and what you can do to improve your score. And then what you can do is you can join our Powder Rocket Academy for free and start taking some of the examples that we talk about on how to accelerate your influence. And you can do that right there. So powderrocketacademy.com. But first off, go to proudmont.com, take your Rocket Booster Influence Assessment Score. Just take five minutes. Again, it's free. Join the Academy for free and really start seeing what you can do to accelerate your influence. And with that, everybody, for Kirk and everybody here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.